Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beer and Biceps podcast. Today is episode 5 and I will be talking about the interesting situation we're in with the coronavirus where pubs are opening and gyms are staying closed and I thought considering this podcast is Beer and Biceps I would be quite a good person to talk to about this although saying that I'm not in either industry at the moment like specifically um, I'm kind of just outside the fitness industry um, so I think that actually helps though I think um, one of the biggest issues with this entire situation is the people who are upset about it are very much involved in it um, and it's very difficult to have a uh, non-biased opinion on that uh, but anyway so the situation at the moment and this podcast is not going to age well because it's a very immediate issue which is going to go away within a couple of weeks. Um, yesterday was 4th of July, which in England, and not nowhere else I don't think, in England means it's back to the pub day um, and loads of people went back. Uh, gyms are not supposed to be opening probably for another two weeks. So for the last few weeks um, that we've known about this, um, a lot of people on social media have been pointing out that this seems like a crazy rule. Why are pubs open and why are gyms closed? Um, they seem to have a lot of opinion that um, we should be keeping places that promote health open and closing places that do not promote health. Um, and on the face of it, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I do have some issues with that, and I'd like to explain why I think the government is right on this for once. Um but I would almost certainly be saying a different thing if it was my livelihood on the line. I accept that. Um, it, it, it is a, a little bit. I mean, my job at the moment is I write fitness articles for uh, websites and a lot of them it's for supplement companies. And the supplement industry, well, the article side of it at least, has taken an absolute nosedive because people don't buy, tend to buy supplements when they're not going to the gym. Yeah, you've got home workouts and training outside, but for the most part... There is just nobody's buying them and that is affecting, I assume it's affecting supplement sales. It's only affecting me because I'm not being paid to write articles for that anymore. Although that being said, I'm still working for the Protein Works. So there is a bit of income from that. I tend to make most of my income now from writing about uh, home gym equipment. So uh, yeah, so it has actually affected me and I would be very happy when the gym's open from a personal point of view. Um, I was supposed to be getting married this year. I've had to move that, which was gutting in its own way, but um, I had not been able to go on a wedding diet um, for the main reason that fuck exercising at home. Um, so, yeah, I, I would be, when the gym's open, I will be there as soon as I can. But anyway, um, so people have, have been saying that it's crazy that pubs are allowed to open, gyms are still closed, and there are many reasons, I think, why this is the case. Um, I've seen a lot of people say that alcohol can lower the immune system and exercise can improve the immune system so it makes sense for gyms to be open okay firstly i don't think there's really any evidence that your immune system makes much of a difference to covid19 i don't know it seems to me that younger people seem to be getting it just as much but it's how your body reacts to it that matters the most um People who are physically fitter would definitely have a better chance of surviving than people who are unfit. But this is a long-term thing. You you know, one session in the gym is not going to make any difference. 
Um, also, on that point, um, you have not had to stop exercising at all. Um, you are still able to. You've been still able to walk and exercise from home throughout the whole of this, um, which are just as effective at improving your immune system as exercising in a gym. So I think that argument, straight off the bat, doesn't make any sense. Um, the argument that alcohol can uh, reduce your immune system again. We're talking in the short term, it's not going to make any difference. Uh, long term, chronic alcohol abuse, yes, that can affect your immune system. It can affect your health in lots of ways. Um, moderate drinking actually has many health benefits. I wrote an article about the health benefits of beer, and it was just basically pointing out that a lot of the, the scaremongering around alcohol is completely false. I mean, also a lot of the... Um, uh, the positive story, you know, that glass of wine a day could help save your heart. Again, that's that's more of an exaggeration. But, you know, in, in terms of, like, drinking sensibly, um, the benefits outweigh the negatives. Um, so much so that people who drink tend to actually live longer than people who don't. Um, so that is an interesting fact that I'd like to point out there. Um, I think another thing that should be pointed out is that we're talking two weeks here, 14 days yeah, it'd be great if the gyms were open from a personal point of view, but it's not like it's a huge difference. It's not like we're talking six months or anything. It's a couple of weeks. By the time this podcast is actually uploaded, it could very well have already uh, already happened. I hope I'll upload it quick in there because there'd be no point really. Um, now, when it comes to which is more dangerous, uh, the government has decided that gyms are actually more dangerous um, and this is backed by science. Um, I was reading an article, you know, by one of the government-backed scientists, and he explained the reasons why. It was when you exercise, uh, you are breathing heavily. That that's the whole point. You know, it, um, you know, exercising to a good level, you're breathing heavily. Now, breathing heavily whilst exercising is about the same as coughing in terms of spreading COVID nineteen. So, it's like go- if if you're going to compare it to a pub, it'd be like going into a pub and everyone was coughing and you just sat there and it was fine you wouldn't do that would you you'd probably go what the hell and walk out because COVID-19 is spread through um, aerosol droplets in your breath you know a a cough is the same as heavy breathing it does the exact same thing and that is a very good reason why you don't want to be going into a gym Um, also I mean the thing is there are lots of arguments why pubs might not be open. You've got to keep those two things separate. Like it's it, it's basically what a battery, you know. But so we're just looking at we can look separately at why pubs are open and why gyms are open. But it's not necessarily good to compare the two anyway because it's not helping your argument. Um, but yeah, uh, if we are going to compare them, I'd point out that in a pub where you've got social distancing. Which, you know, even even if you look at all the terrible stuff that's happened from people going outside in the street and all that, in the actual pubs, you can't argue. It's social distancing, you know. People are sitting down, they're, they're not sitting opposite each other where possible. People have to stay in groups. If they break that, they've been kicked out. We've been hearing stories of people, like, you know, who've tried to break the rules and have been rightly thrown out. So, you know, that doesn't really happen in gyms. Uh, in a gym, you know, you are moving around. You have to move around. You have to touch different bits of equipment. And if you can't do that, then there's literally no point in going there anyway. You know, unless somebody's going to be Dettol spraying a dumbbell every time somebody puts it down and picks it up again, you're going to get cross-contamination everywhere. That's just... I mean, you know, uh, you know, I don't really see how that's an argument. You know, I, I can't also... I find it very hard to imagine that every time somebody 
finishes a set on the bench press, a deep clean is going to occur on the bench press before the next person gets on. It's not going to happen. Never. Um, so you've got people moving around, people touching different equipment, people sweating on different pieces of equipment, people heavy breathing ev- everywhere. And also, let's be honest, people go into gyms when they're sick. They do it all the time. The amount of time I genuinely... in. 10 years of working in gyms, the amount of times people said they'd come in just to sweat out a cold, it's just unbelievable. Uh, The only time I've ever got flu in my life, I got it in a gym from a client who came in whilst they had the flu. And that was, I mean, obviously it wasn't COVID because this was in 2012, but it was a horrible flu and it had been out for two weeks. And this guy came in whilst suffering from it because the belief still seems to be that exercising will help you get over the flu or get over colds. It doesn't, not at all. It just spreads it. And with that mentality, people are going to keep going into the gym. To be honest, the more I talk about this, the more I go, should we even be open it in two weeks? In pubs, that is slightly different. One, people, if, if, if somebody kept coughing, there would be social, you know, social pressure for that person to leave everyone would notice it would be very very noticeable um of course you know there will be loads of uh people who'd say that you know it doesn't matter if they're you know what if they're singing or shouting and it's yeah that is true um i imagine that that's something that the government probably went well don't have them singing or shouting then because um you're not allowed to sing in churches which are allowed to go back up um in pubs, if you're sitting in the same seat and you have to stay there, the only time you're going to be getting up is to go to the toilet. Um, and I'm at, that is a lot easier to control than it is 24 treadmills, the walk between the treadmills, the weights rack section, all that sort of stuff. I found it very hard to see how you could do that. Um, so that's why I think they've actually done it. Now, a lot of people have been saying that it's a purely financial move on the government's part. I don't think that's true, and I don't think, if you actually think about the argument, it makes much sense, because if it was a purely financial thing, they would just have the gyms open as well. So, you know, if it was purely financial, they'd have everything open. It's not. It, you know, none of these restrictions are done for financial reasons. Um, but if we argue that they have been done for financial reasons, I thought it'd be quite useful to look into that and see if that was actually a good enough argument in, in and of itself. So... Um, these statistics I've got from uh, a statistics website and a couple of news articles where they've used it. So please bear with me if they're complete bollocks. Um, I think at the very least they're representative. Um, but, you know, uh, please don't come and go, well, actually, it was 10,000 more than that because it's not. Well, it is my fault because I could have done better research. Anyway, um, the uh, fitness industry employs 189,000 people. And it's worth £3.3 billion to the economy each year. And uh, that money comes from a customer base of 10 million people. Um, The uh, pub industry, so this is just the pubs, not restaurants, um, employs 457,000 people. So that's about almost three times as much. And um, is worth £22 So from a purely financial point of view... um, Pubs employ more people and are worth more money in taxes. Uh, so that, so if that was a reason, you'd be going, okay, well, fair enough. Um, another thing we have to point out is that for a lot of pubs, uh, for a lot of gyms, they are council-run, so they would not be paying anywhere near as much in rent as pubs would be. They're much less likely to close down, and the staff employed by gyms are much more likely 
to... By the way, this is not talking about personal training, but the staff are much more likely to have been furloughed and to have full rights and all that sort of stuff. And they are very likely to come back to their gyms, which should be absolutely fine. I know that does not include self-employed um, and all that sort of stuff. And to be honest, my heart breaks for you guys because it, it must be absolute hell. But that is one of the things. Um, pubs, on the other hand, uh, English pubs are... The, the entire industry around it is one of the most fragile industries in the UK. And the number of pubs that were around at the beginning of the 20th century, you know, would have numbered in the hundreds and uh, tens of thousands. Um, you look at something like London, there was something like uh, uh, hundred, uh, 200 breweries in London at the beginning of the 20th century, and by the end of it, there was three. You know, this is an industry that's absolutely on its knees, and it was just showing signs of recovery. Um, pubs tend to have the highest rents of any buildings in most places. The absolute... It's so difficult for them to uh, survive, and we've been seeing pubs closing before COVID hit at a rate that is just frightening. So bringing them out of lockdown and giving them the financial boost is a massive thing. I don't really understand why uh, people have been attacking pubs in this sort of way. You know, um, If it is a purely financial thing, then it makes absolute sense um, for that to happen. So I don't think it was a financial thing. As I've said earlier it doesn't make sense for it to be a financial thing it was literally based on the science that said that pubs were indoor pubs were more uh why do i keep saying pubs that gyms were more dangerous for spreading disease uh, spreading the virus than pubs and i think it's a little bit ironic that people in the fitness industry have been talking about following the science every single time but nobody ever follows the science when it's inconvenient for them the science has said Gyms are more more likely to get the virus in, so that's why gyms were closed for longer. Um, as I said, at the moment, it's it's an extra two weeks. It's going to be gutting for anyone who works in that industry. It does affect me. It affects the people that I work for. So I'm as well, not as gutted because it's not a direct source of income. But I'm I'm gutted, and I hope it all sorts out soon. But I think that's the reason why. Um, I think I'd also like to say how bloody impressed I've been by both how pubs and how gyms have managed to um, continue through this. Like pubs with their takeaway services have been really, a lot of them have been really impressive. And then gyms, well, personal trainers and all that with their online classes and all that sort of stuff has been absolutely amazing. So anyway, that was what I thought about it. It's a pretty short podcast and I haven't even mentioned the beer that I'm drinking because I haven't tried it yet. It is a session IPA from Siren Brewery, um, and I've done no research on them, so I'll just say what it tastes like. Yeah, it's great. It's supposed to have um, tropical fruit notes and flashes of delicate citrus highlights, according to the can, and I can absolutely get that. But then I always think with that sort of stuff, if you're told that it's got that flavour, you're more likely to taste it. If I'd just been given it, I wouldn't know. Uh, I've always thought that People who can, you know, when you when you read beer descriptions or wine descriptions, they're absolutely insane. Somebody's talking about like you know, tastes of uh, you know, uh, beechwood or something like that. It's like how the hell do you know what beechwood tastes like in a drink? All right, um, I would like to say uh, thanks to everyone who keeps listening to these. Um, 
I don't know when I'm going to send out this one or the next one, but the next podcast has already been recorded. It was uh, kind of like a prequel, I guess, and that is going to be a lot more fun than this one because I actually have Todd back. Um, so we do a it's about an hour long that one, and it's about it's just purely on beer. Um, I think what we what we what we found with us two is um, when it was the two of us talking about beer and fitness, we both had great conversations about beer, but when it came to fitness, it was literally just me talking about it because I was the one in the industry. And if we'd done uh, beer and finance, I'd have been talking to him about, well, I wouldn't have been talking at all because I don't know anything about it. So we've just stuck to beer and yeah, it's a lot of fun. We do our top five, we each do our top five beers that um, we would like to drink, but for whatever reason we can't. And yeah, it's, a, it's an absolute blast. So I hope you guys... I hope you guys enjoyed this one, and I hope you enjoy the next one. Have a good one.